0: When the Chavetz Chaim published a sefer his classic sefer on Shmir Salashen, which was a revolution because although everybody is aware somehow that there's an iser of Lashen Hara, but it wasn't really as well known uh, before the Chavetz Chaim published a whole sefer about it and went around to the various cities around the world and spoke about it he, uh, he brought light and um, attention to this all-important uh, Isser. And as we know, the, the world has been very different since then. At least there is an acknowledgement that it's wrong, and we could try to work on uh, improving our Shmir Salashen, but it's all really uh, thanks to the Chavitz Chaim's great efforts to, uh, uh, to spread this, uh, this, this terrible Abir of lashan Hara that we are even probably talking about it right now. And when he was publishing his classic work, he went around for haskamas to different gudayim. Haskamah is something that like a letter of approval that you get from great Rabbonim before you publish a sefer. So if you open up the standard uh, new sefer that you buy in this farm store, it would generally have at least one or two and possibly many more letters from gudayim or Rabbonim saying you know they read through the sefer and it meets their standards, and it's approved, and uh, etc. Being Mishabeach, the author. So the Chavitz Chaim wanted to get Haskamah for, for his Sefer on Shemir and one of the G'dayim that he approached was Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, the founder of the Muslim, moon, which was an obvious choice. I would probably also uh, want to get Rabbi Yisrael Salanter's Haskamah for any Sefer that I wrote, but specifically for such an important uh, feature of the Mussar. Movement uh, as Shmir Salashan so he went to the so Rabbi Salasandu was a genius and he looked through the manuscript very quickly but thoroughly and he says I can't give you a, a haskama on this sefer and Rabbi was a bit taken aback and he says why what's wrong with the sefer he said no it's a beautiful sefer he put in a lot of effort and it's going to be a classic no doubt but there's one halacha that unless you change it, I'm not giving you haskam on the safer. So, was surprised. He says, What's the, which halacha is it that you're opposed? Like, you think that I got wrong. He says, you write that when a person comes to ask Mechila for speaking Lashon Hara about you, so so let's say I come to you and I say, please be my, I spoke Lashonar about you. Uh, and then you say to me, uh, uh, do I have to be Mepharit what I said? Meaning, could I just say, just, if I said Lashonar about you, be my, that but let's say I know that I said something very specific about you, whatever it was. Do I have to go and be Mepharit and say exactly what it is that I said about you in order to get mechila? Is it enough just to gloss over and say, whatever I said, I probably didn't say anything. Boom. Is that enough? So the Chavashayim says that you have to say specifically what you said. You have to go and say, listen, I'm very sorry, but I said this and this about you, and to this and this person, maybe, and, uh, you know, and I, I, I'm i asking mechila. Risal Sander says, you can't do that. You, because you want to get mechila for your you have to make this guy feel like garbage. You have to, like... And I said that you are, uh, you're, uh, you know, horrible in, ba- in basketball, you know, and I hope you're my, chalme. like, why do you have to feel bad? Because I want to get mechila, I have to be mefarite to that and you, make you, uh, bruise your ego and make you feel bad. He says, it's, it should be just enough to say, you know, I, he said, I can't imagine that that's halacha. the only way for me to procure mechila from you is by being mefarite, the exact Lashonara that I said. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I don't believe it's right, and I'm sure he had raya to what he was saying. And he said, if you want to change that halacha, I'll give you a askama, but if not, I can't. The story goes that the Chavetz Chaim did not change it because he felt that that was the halacha, that if you want to get Mechil, you have to tell exactly what he said wrong. But he said, how about this? As a compromise, you write a askama, and in the askama you say that I I give approval to the Sefer, except for that, that halacha, I disapprove. He says, no, because nobody reads askamas. He says uh, you know, people are just going to go through it. You know, when was the last time anyone here ever read Azkama? You know, you just, okay, wow, you got Ramesha's Azkama, Yaakov's, or Chavitz Chaim. So people don't read the Azkama, so they're going to think I gave Azkama to the whole Sefer, and it's not true, because I'm very, again, the, there's a whole shtickle from Rabbi Kutner, the Pach Yitzchak, about explaining what the Lumdisha Machlekis, all the the underpinnings of this Machlekes between the Chaim and Rabbi Tzachot Salanter, what exactly is going on, under the uh, under the uh, surface, beneath the surface. But that's, I just wanted to tell you this uh, anecdote just because it's, I think it's very interesting. I think it's important historically and it's important halachically. But it also is a good introduction to the following uh, story that we're going to learn together about, uh, about Rebellion Lapian. This is in the same Chelek Aleph uh, of uh, the Lev Eliyahu. But instead of the Shvive Lev, as we normally learn, we're going to learn... Tonight, a couple of uh, stories about Rabbi from the uh, part of this Chelak Aleph called Mital which means from his uh, his biography. So, the first piece on page fifty. Let's learn that together. Maisa London. used to live in in England, in Britain, and he was living in London before. This is before he went to Israel and became the Mashgiach and in, uh, in the yeshiva there, but he was living in London, one guy came to him and says, I want you to be meichel, I said something bad about you, I was pegeya in your covet, and I want you to be meichel me. So I think if it was me, I would just say, all right, don't worry about it, you're good, I'm meichel you. But Rabbi Lapian didn't do that. I want to know exactly what I did, what you said against me. I want to know, not letting it go at that. I want to know, I want to hear the, you know, the dish. Like, what, what did you, uh, what did you say about me? Even though that rebellion insisted on hearing what exactly you said, he refused to say. He didn't want to share that. He's embarrassed. And even though, uh, despite all of the uh, insisting, I want to hear what you said, he wouldn't do it. shem I want you to know. If you don't tell, you don't have to tell me. But if you don't tell me, I'm not my I'm not my If you don't tell me, I'm not my the Alkain Nalats I suddenly sapped as he had no choice. So okay, I'll tell you what happened. Shabai Chata Negar Rabinu and Kashasham Rabinu Eshadavar Amr Lai Shah and when Rebelya heard from him exactly what he said, what you know how he was uh you know speaking Lashanhara in a very uh, derogatory way. He was trashing him. So he said the following to this guy. I could very easily say, okay, fine, no problem. The truth is that what you said to me was really not appropriate. It was beneath you, it was beneath me. And it's a khammer again It's something that's very strict and strenuous, and it's not an easy thing to just say, I'm you. If I give you mechila right now, it's not going to be sincere because I'm, I'm, I'm upset about what you told what you said about me. I don't like the fact that you said it about me, and I'm not really willing to just grant you a full mechila. The Alkain I'm going to give you an Eitzah. I'm going to give you some advice. go home. Come back to me in two weeks. I'm going to really work harder. I'm going to learn Musr, as if he didn't learn Musr that much before, but he said, I'm going to really double down on the Musr over the next two weeks to really try to work out this issue. And then I would hope that in two weeks, I hope that in two weeks' time I'll be able to give you exactly what you need. And that is exactly how it played out. He went home, two weeks later he came back, and in the meantime Raleigh was able to come to terms with it, come to terms internally, externally, and be meichalim. So I think you learn a few things from this story. The first thing that you... that... I found interesting about It's that Rebellion Lapian. And he was the Tzadik Adar. Make no mistake about it. He it wasn't, it wasn't talking about me. He was talking about Rebellion Lapian. He, he wanted to know what it was that was said about him. I find that interesting. though was know? like, don't, I wouldn't want to hear what, what was said about it. If somebody comes to me, I say, I don't want to hear it. Like, What do I want to hear? He wanted to hear what it was. I imagine that the reason why he wanted to hear what it was is so that maybe if there's some Emmas to it, he probably could have worked on himself and improved it. And I guess then what happened was is that he heard that it was just Tam Lashon Haru, was just like saying disgusting things about him without any real tayeles. And so instead of giving a superficial mechila, he was honest. He said, listen, I don't think I could give you a right now, believe Shalim, and I want to give you a but right now it would be, it would be like very very shvach. And so I advise her to come back in two weeks and then I'll, I'll learn musr, which means that Yitaka learned musr for two weeks to work on himself, to like scrub his his neshama until he was able to really feel that he was cleansed of any taina, and then he was able to give him a khila. And I, I think that there's a lot that, you know, we could take from that. Just, if nothing else, than the fact that when you're Meichel somebody, the degree that you're Meichel has to be sincere, because otherwise it's like, it's not really mahila. If let's say you come over to me and you say, or I come over to you, an Erev, Erev Yom Kippur, Erev Roshan, Erev Yom Kippur, and I ask you for Mechila. And I really don't want to be Meichel you, but I say, okay, I'm Meichel you, but I'm thinking in my mind, I'm not Meichel this guy, this guy was not nice to me. So, who am I doing a favor to? Like, in Shamayim I didn't really give you a Mechila, because... You know, because I didn't, I didn't really mean it. So I was just doing it as a band aid to get you to get rid of you to get so you'd leave me alone, and that's not good. You have to. That's why a lot of times people. I remember when I was uh, in in high school. So I was trying to say tefillah on Eravim Kipper and I was you know you always have that you're trying to get in the zone, and there was like always a guy tapping on the shoulder. Yeah, he says, Bamberger, you Michael Me?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, am Michael." He says, "Believer benefesh," I said. Yeah, believe in And That was it. Then he walked away because that believe in nefesh is very important. Because if it's if it, I mean, I could have also faked him out. with Believe in nefesh also, I guess. But but believe in means like, are you really meichal me? Not just uh, you know you know get away from me. You know I'm meichal you. But like, are you really meichal me? Are you are you deep down inside really meichal? It's very hard to do that sometimes. It's very hard. There are people throughout the course of the year. And I'm thinking a few people right now as we speak that, like, are really, you know, they did stuff that was bad. I mean, you know, they were, whatever the, whatever the case was, and I'm sure we each have our own uh, scenarios that we could think of. People that hurt us, people that were not as loyal to us as we thought, or people that uh, said badly about us, or whatever it may be. And it's very hard to muster the the gvura, the strength, to give you a full machil, which means that okay, we're good again. Or, or in Shemayim, there's not going to be any tain on you because I'm, I'm meichel you. But it's very important to be meichel people because if you're not meichel other people, Hashem is not going to be meichel you. Hashem is meichel. We ask Kaddish Baruch every day, and then we come to him, Yom Kippur, we ask him, And we want him to just erase all of our averas. But at the same time, he's, 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 he's examining our ability, our capacity to be meichel other people. And if we're able to like, be very big-hearted, kind-hearted, generous, and say, listen, you did me wrong, I'm really not happy about it, really messed up a better part of my year, but I'm willing to be meichel you, believe in nefesh, that's a very big thing. It's a very big thing. It's also very personally uh, cathartic and therapeutic because it's very bad to carry around tinnus on you. If you're, if you're always walking around and you're, you have Titus on this guy and that guy and you're, it's very burdensome. It means like, you know, you have a lot uh, always, you're always plagued by, by other people and you're always allowing people to live in your brain rent-free and it's much better to like ease up and let it go. Just blow it away and let it go and be much those people in your life. It might be a parent, it might be a rabbi, it might be a, you know, a friend, a chavrusa, a roommate, and you have issues with that person. It's much better to figure out a way. It's like work on yourself. Like you learn mussar a little bit, and you say, "I'm meichel him." It took me many years to do, but I'm meichel I'm this person. And as soon as you do that, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to send down tremendous mechila on, to you that, of all the things we did wrong to him. But additionally, you're going to feel. Hopefully, if you do it right, you're going to feel a very great. Weight that was lifted off of your shoulders because you had the the strength and the and the bigness to be able to get over something and move beyond that gripe that taina that you had uh, against that person you 'll feel you 'll be a much happier person like you know in Tfila Zaka it says you know that you're michael Zaka is the feel that you say before. Kol Nidre and very often I always tell guys you have to try to get to Yeshiva early to the base Spanish early on Arabim Kippur because you know we always tend to the Etzrah gets the best of us and we always like trip in right before Kol Nidre but we're missing out on a very big especially you know when you're married and you have a bunch of kids you have to finish the the Musakas bench all your kids a special long Yom Kippur birchas that said on Yom Kippur, and then you have to get them into the car, find parking, and then drop them off and whatever. By the time you do all that, it's already Kol Nidre and beyond. But if you're a bacher learning in yeshiva, there's really very little excuse. You're eating suet the You come down and you say tefillas zaka. I'm speaking as if this is like a, this is already Tishrei, but just keep this in mind. But this is something that in, so in tefillas zaka, which is a beautiful tefilla. It basically says that I'm being meichel everybody, being I believe I'm being meichel anyone that did anything to me. There's one caveat, and that is that unless the person owes me money, person I don't just because I'm meichel doesn't mean that he. You know, if the guy owes me hundred bucks, I still want to get the hundred bucks back. That's not part of the mechila. I mean, it could be meichel hundred bucks also if you want, but, but. I'm just saying when you're meichel somebody, it doesn't mean that if he owes you a lot of money, that means that you're forgiving the loan. It just means that you're meichel the taina that you have on him. But we see from this story something very important, that when you're meichel somebody and you're sincerely, you know, the person comes to you sincerely and is expecting mechila, you have to do a believe of If you're not doing it, you just say, yeah, meichel you, but you're feeling, I'm not meichel you, then the guy's going to go up to Shemayim and he's not going to have mechilah from you. And if you think that, all right, that, I could live with that, that's good, because he doesn't deserve mechilah, guess what? You're going to have to come back also to this world to give him mechilah again. That's another, that's something that we don't always uh, understand, uh, that it takes both parties to come back and to right the wrong that may not have been righted in this world. All right, that's, I think, a very important uh, piece that we learned. Let's learn one more uh, tonight, one more story. Uh, but these aren't stories. These are musr pieces in and of themselves. Look at this story. on the bottom of page 51. Siper echen mi One of his talmidim in zichren Yaakov said, Shehna sa'em marunzal Pambra hakeves meh shalayim He was on a train together, with Lapian, from your shalim up to Haifa, it's a far train ride. The They asked Lapian, "Do I need to say tvi Always that question. You know, you're on a train. You don't know. There are houses. Is it far enough? Of course, you have to say What's the Shiloh? So after a certain amount of time. So Rebellia came to do um, something that he needed to do. He went to the bathroom, basically, and he came out, he washed his hands. (laughs) He motioned to one of the Jewish police officers that was standing there um, that he should gather... All of the uh, all of the other police officers that are that were there, they all gathered around this great tzadik of Eliezer Lapian, And he turned to them and he said in Hebrew, and he, this was his language, "I'm going to now make a bracha of Asher Yatzar." The atem kolchem tanu amen. I want all of you, I guess presumably non-Charedi, non-religious, maybe officers. I want all of you to answer amen. kikulam nanu liberation, las These weren't people that were automatically, you know, bought buying in to the whole religion thing and the brachas thing. But for some reason, they they recognized Rabbi Lapien was a great tzaddik, and they said to him, okay, we're all going to do it. We all agree, and they were very serious about it. And as Rabbi Elie would normally do, generally do, he said the bracha one word at a time, slowly, loudly, and all of these police officers that were gathered around him answered, Amen. He says in parentheses, Agav, aysham shayta ahad one of the soldiers sha the officer shamraha bza washin mi burhas ashayatsha rabbi ykhaynas is chuba you could do chuba just from hearing the dashayatsa that the belia lapian said that's that that was the reason that one ashayatsa braha um had an effect on such a person overcomer go a few minutes passed varakavs na mother the 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 train stopped for about a half an hour. As they found out that there was a bomb that was strapped to the bottom of the train. And miraculously it didn't explode. Marinzal Yashav Lamakidaki went to learn normally. Abu Kishin Nasa Rashbain Hanashim, he didn't know what was going on. But there was a big tumult going on, everyone was talking about this bomb. Vidibralze called to move on. Shaal Maranzalla Isa Talmud Maharaj, yes, what's going on? What's the what's the whole what's the tumult? Theyan canal and he explained what happened. Amrlay of Mat Taimut. Sweechum Laimat Twasdah, you tell me, is it important to say Tvila Sadarach? So let's take two takeaways from this story. Number one is that it's important to say Tfilas HaDarech. You have to learn the halachas of and you have to say Tfilas HaDarech. And how many times do we drive faraway places and it happens to me a lot, you know, you're just you driving somewhere and all of a sudden you realize that, oops, I didn't say Tfilas HaDarech. You, know, you got there at Hashim, you got there safely, but you didn't say Tfilas HaDarech. Tfilas HaDarech is a very, very important bracha. It's a bracha that should not be taken lightly. It's a bracha that literally has the capacity to save uh, people's lives. There are stories about um, Yerbuchan and on boats and the importance that, you know, Tfilz HaDarach is a major uh, way of protecting one, whether it's on an airplane, whether it's on a boat, whether it's in a car. You have to always make sure to say it on a bus and uh, to say it properly. And uh, there are halachas that you know, not so many halachas. There are halachas you should learn, and, and um, that's very important. The other takeaway is the importance of saying Asher Yatzar properly. You see, from the bracha of Arayel Apian, how people could do tshuva from that bracha. How do our Asher Yatzars look when we remember to say Asher Yatzar? We come out of the bathroom with, you know whatever the tshacham that you had in the bathroom. Asher Yatsar is the most, probably the most important bracha that a person makes all day. Because it basically is thanking HaKadosh Baruch and recognizing how If anything in the body goes wrong, if something that's supposed to be open, an orifice that's supposed to open, stays closed, or something that's supposed to stay closed is open, so you can't last. It's, it, you can't a, per, a human being can't exist. The miracle that we're able to function, that our body functions in the perfect way that it does when everything is working right, is lost on us. Because Baruch Hashem, I mean, hopefully everyone in this room has not had any issues, you know, in any of these uh, regards of any of the of the, in the kavim and the chalulim of the body. I'll tell you, I guess it was three weeks ago, and I know I, I, I probably squeezed this for all it's worth already, but forgive me for giving one last, uh, you know, I came to, I woke up at 5 o'clock one morning, and and it was just, I was very uncomfortable, and it was a lot of pain. I couldn't, like, sit normally. I couldn't lie in bed. Couldn't sit, and I was, uh, and um, I don't want to get into all the graphic details. I came, I gave the DAF, I don't know how I did. I was like so uncomfortable. I couldn't. I couldn't sit. I was going crazy. I davened in for three minutes. I put my tulin on, took my tulin off. I was pacing around like a, like. I was like my whole kishka. Something was like really, really wrong. I went to the doctor at nine forty five. Local doctor. He didn't have to look at what. He didn't have to. He said, "You have kidney stones. You have a kidney stone." And he gave me morphine, Baruch Hashem, which is a, a wonder drug. It's amazing that stuff. If anyone knows where I could get it, you know, off market, just let me know. And um and I went you know, the whole day I was it was the the serum were terrible. I don't think I got it as bad as a lot of other people that told me about, you know, their their war stories after they heard that I went through this, but it was very bad and then had to go that night to the hospital to get a, a CAT scan, a long story, but basically that whole day my Nikovim and Chalulim were not working at all in a normal capacity and it was Gehenim Mamish. I wish I could tell you and the stone passed and I'm back to back to quote unquote normal, but um, I wish I could tell you that my Yatzars today are as good as the ashriyats that I that was the day after this happened. I can't say that. Even though I, I was committed that I would make Yatzars as Kidasakaddin, but you know, unfortunately, that's the human condition. Like, we, we were very inspired to do something, and then, like, after, you know, as time passes, we get shvacher and shvacher. But if we would understand what has to happen in the human body for everything to function right, it would we would understand the miracle that the body is. I think one of the great Musar. I don't know if it was Reb or Biruchem, Used to say that I think it was Rabbi Yeruchem that if a person would know the miracle of going to the bathroom and just and everything just happens the right way, everything comes out. They would send a telegram to their close relatives that Baruch Hashem, I I, I made it and I'm okay. We don't know what it what it, what it means to go. We think I right, go to the bathroom. It's like it's it's funny. It's like you know, it's an emoji. It's like not. A, it doesn't mean it. It's like just you know. But going to the bathroom means that it means that you had to eat food, you had to digest the food in your mouth, the saliva had to work, it had to go into your stomach, all the digestive fluids, the enzymes, everything had to break apart all that food it had to go through your large intestines, your small intestines come through you know be filtered through the kidneys, and i don 't know if i 'm getting this some of this wrong you 'll be mindful of me. <coughs> it has to go through the uh, you know, the bladder and the this and the that and come out just so (coughs) and we just take it for granted. We come out of the bathroom we're already like checking our phones for, you know, who called us while we're in the, or whatever. And Asher is a statement that thank you Hashem for, for that everything went smoothly. I know that this is, that there's a lot of people in the hospital that this is not going smoothly for. I understand that there's people that, you know, that are... I don't want to get into too many details, but some people can't, you know, control things from not coming out, and some people can't, they, what's supposed to come out is not coming out, and both of them are equally painful and equally dangerous and toxic, and uh, and we have to be grateful when things are working, and when things are working well, we make a bracha, and we really have come on, and we, we're like those guys that... Sometimes we go out of the bathroom. You see these guys shuckling with the ashiriyotzer. They're at least a very minimum. They're looking at the sign. They're reading it off the sign. That's that should be the basic minimum that we do. But very often I'm I'm guilty, you know. As I always say, guilty as charge. You know, we we're walking out of the bathroom. We're going down the steps, in the elevator. We're going up and we're we're if we remember to say it, we're muttering it under our breath. Like we have zero kavana. We always have to have kavana, but this is such a bracha that. You have to have such hakar satev to Hashem when things go right that we should be like Rebbe Lelepian that if people would hear our bracha, they would do tshuva from our bracha. There's a Ramah. We'll just end with this. The Ramah in Aruch says that when it says, Reifei Chal Basar o Mafli Lases. What is this Mafli Lases? What's the pella that Hashem does? The pella that Hashem does, the wonder that He performs is that Hashem is able to combine the body, the Ruach, and the Geshem together. Normally, the spiritual and the physical are... They hate each other. They're opposites. They don't... It's like two magnets that are not drawn towards each other, but like repelling each other. You know, there's some types of magnets that are drawn to some... some you can't put them together. Ruchnis and Geshemis are diametrically opposed to each other. polar opposites. And you shouldn't be able to get 100 feet from a neshama and a gov should not be able to even be in the same, you know, MetLife Stadium. It's, it's, they just don't go together. But yet, somehow Kedesh with his brilliance, is able to take a body, a physical body, and then put a neshama into the body, a spirit, a, a, which is like a chelik of the kamimal, it's a piece of Hashem kaviachal, uh, the neshama and all of that, the ruach and the and, and the whole naran, and be able to combine the two together, that's Lasa, that's apella, And that's what the human body really is. The human body has the capacity, it's not just physical, there's a lot of spiritual to the body. It's spiritual in the sense that we have a neshama in the body, we have ruach, we have a nefesh, and we have the ability to speak, which is a spiritual capacity, and many of the other functions that we, that we take for granted are really a result of the, this combination of a ruach and a neshama, all combined as one, and that's one of the great blessings that we should have kavanah for. The Ramah brings it, not not, it's not just a extra credit, this is the Ramah and Shulchaner. you have to know this, when you're making an ashiatzer and you're, and you're trying to mechavin, what does this bracha mean? So a lot of the bracha is very simple what it means. Like what I said, you know, you have to, things have to be closed that are supposed to be closed and things that are open are supposed to be open and all happening at the right time. But at the end we say, <laughs> so you're the healer of all flesh. Whatever ailments, whatever frailties I might have, you heal them. And you do wonders with me. You're, you enable my body to just function so seamlessly. The ruach and the neshama, and the guf, and all of the Ramach, Hevar, M'shasa, Gidim, all to function so seamlessly that we don't even realize it. Like right now, as I'm talking, you know how many things are happening? In my, I'm moving my hands. That is pella. Moving my feet. I'm, uh, you know, my brain is hopefully working. And then I'm speaking. My heart is pumping, my blood is coursing through my veins, my lungs are, are pumping, and my, uh, and my kidneys are hopefully functioning, and my liver, and, my, and, and you know all the muscles, and, and the eyes, and the ear. Look, look at it. Simultaneously. Am I doing this? I'm not doing anything. I don't know how to do this. I'm not a surgeon. I don't know how to, how to, how to fix anything. And Padak is constantly running. I'm not plugged into anything either, by the way. Where's my, where's my, where's the charger? Like, where, where's my charger? Imagine how my kids would fight over that, you know, like, uh, you know, they, that's what they say, siblings are a funny thing, like, they they would donate a kidney to each other, but not a charger. They, would not, they don't give a charger, there's always, it's true, there's always fights about who has the charger, it's my charger, your charger. Um, I wrote with a Sharpie, the kids' initials on the charger, then it wore out, whatever, but... Um, but that is, uh, you know, that's a very, very fundamental, fundamental thing that we that uh, we have to understand. R' Yechal Mafli Hakadosh operates with us in an pala Pella. The human body is nothing. We're just used to it. It's nature. So we don't. We don't. We don't. We take it for granted. But think about that just for a second. Like my phone, I have to charge. If I don't charge my phone, it dies. But yet, I'm. I'm operating without okay I, I eat and I sleep or whatever but i'm not I'm not plugged into anything where's my charger Hu made a wondrous self contained self uh sufficient self running body, that the heart is able to continue running, and, and, and all of the the nervous system, and the spine, everything, we see when we go to hospitals, or if you work in ASK, or whatever, you see what happens, when things are not running 100%, or when sometimes a baby is born, and it took a little longer to get out of the mother's stomach, and it was deprived of some oxygen the rest of their life, it's different. And so, when we have all the blessings of, of good health, we have to really, really you know, be kareil like bow down on the ground to the Rebbeinu Shalom for giving us this, and you know that's what we're saying tonight in the Vad, I think we all recognize this truth, but we have an opportunity to thank him every time we go to the bathroom. It could be ten times a day, fifteen times a day, and it behooves us to try. You know, when we have the 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 peace of mind, we have the but every single time, but if not every single time, how about once a day, it's like really try to be mechavin with the bracha v'ashiyatzer and to, to understand the bracha and to remember the, its importance because we don't want to find out the other way. We don't want to have to have the, the inspiration because of when it doesn't work properly. We want to be able to thank Hashem when things are going smoothly and when we do it, when things are going smoothly, that itself is a shtickle, like insurance, HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't have to give us any reminders of, to, you know, to get us, to galvanize us, to say the bracha with, with kavana because of a negative. Right now we have a chance to like, go and Mitz use this as a, an impetus to try to remind ourselves that when we make this ashayatza, this all-important bracha, we have kavana and we appreciate HaKadosh Baruch Hu's, uh, graciousness with us every single day.